This is the Beers and Fears Podcast. What is going on, Horn Nation? I'm your host, Tucker. I'm Rowdy. And you are listening to the Beers and Fears podcast. My ears are fucking disgusting. That's fantastic, <laughs> Rowdy. You're welcome. Uh, you disgust me. Also, Kirsten Bell's tits are real. <laughs> For those of you as who we, would want to know. As we learned um, via her husband, Dax. Stop. <laughs> All right. Are you done adjusting uh, yeah, I'm your good. microphone? I'm good. I'm done. I'll wait until break if I need to do it. Time. Hey, you go fuck yourself, Cuffy. We're 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 over this, okay? The, uh, the mic stays. For now. It sounds alright. Okay. Sounds good. If you say so. Sounds nice. I about burped so <laughs> fucking loud. Right into the microphone. Uh, right it. against it. Who cares about peaks and clips? Fuck uh, it. Fuck it. We'll get right into it. How's your week, motherfucker? Oh, you know. Um, well, uh, I haven't been on the air since I went to the expo. So I went to the Reptile Expo. Um, well, actually, the day before we went to the Reptile Expo, we got a leopard gecko. Um, yeah, he's pretty rad, actually. <laughs> Rango Leopard Gecko. And uh, got that for my daughter. And then I, at the expo, picked up a Borneo Short Tail Python. Not a ball python? Yeah. You stupid fucks. Not a ball python. I posted a picture in this reptile community and immediately someone was like, it's a gorgeous ball python. I'm like, it's because it's not a fucking ball python. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was like, I didn't pay $40 for this snake. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like ball pythons Ball pythons are great Just That's not a fucking ball python And so Sorry if I'm a little sniffly While I was at the expo I uh, underwent a um, Sinus infection A life altering oh, sinus infection Which is why we didn't record last week Because I thought I was gonna fucking die and yeah, He's so, just kind of a little bitch Sometimes uh, Yeah I'm a little whiny baby. And I thought, yeah, I thought I was dying. And so, a bunch of antibiotics later, I'm all better now. And uh, anyways, boarding a short-tailed python, her name is Truffles. And she successfully shed yesterday. And so, she's looking... Full full shed, too. Yeah, the head broke off the shed, but... Yeah. Yeah. That was because she was rustling around. So, but yeah, complete, yeah, complete uh, shed. So. She has what four or five inches of substrate. Yeah, underneath and she likes her, to and she buries herself all the way to the bottom. All the way to the bottom. Yeah, I love it. I think it's cute. Oh, it's amazing until you're trying to find her and you cannot see a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of gotta fish your hands around it. It's good. She's like super chill. Yeah. Or else I was be, wait. I was wait. I was waiting to get bit. Yeah, just be like dipping your hands into a hay bale waiting to find a needle. Yeah, and and then I about got bit by the big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sabine 
is um, turned into a feisty bitch. Yeah, she she's not a fan of people coming into her enclosure. Uh, when when she's out, she's super chill, doesn't care. Uh, she likes to you know explore. crawl all over you and explore, but. Uh, while she's in her enclosure, she will murder anything that comes in. And so, um, <clears throat> so we've been, I have this little, uh, it's kind of like a, it's like a flat dowel. It, it's a, you get a rubber spatula. Yeah. And you, take, and you off, take off the rubber part because they need to be cleaned and you're left with the stick. Yeah. And that, that's that, exactly what it is. That's what it is because, uh, we, we wash our rubber spatulas correctly and remove the heads so that mold doesn't grow in there. And I lost one of the uh, rubber spatulas, and so I just had the extra stick. I'm like, hey, I'll use that. And so I've been touch training her where open the enclosure, place the stick on her on the top of her head, and just kind of like hold it there for a second. And then she knows it's it's not time to eat or kill. It's yeah, time she to be pulled out. She didn't care today when I pulled yeah. her out. She was not. She had already been pulled out twice. She was not happy about it. Yeah, so she was. But I did it anyway. Yeah, so um, the rest of that week went pretty normally. Uh, The expo was awesome. And then the following week, I had a fun time painting at work. Yay. Uh, No, not fun. Because they're like, well, why didn't you get this more precise? Why are the edges a little... A little wavy and i'm like i don't know because i'm not a fucking painter I'm like if you want it done right hire somebody don't ask the janitor to paint yeah in between doing everything else yeah you fucking idiots luckily that was all the only thing i That's had to weird. do because i had no i had like uh i'd say a good hundred feet of wall to paint right and it's all like it's multiple walls not just one right and so i was like uh this is gonna take all night where the fuck did oh, you paint God. at the entryway oh um, but, yeah of course yeah so uh had that going and that sucked but then i had i had a short week and then daylight savings so i got off an hour early anyway lucky you yeah lucky you yeah you son of a bitch there are few perks to working overnights that's about the only one. Yeah, and that only happens once a year, so eat my Yeah, ass. and the other... Yeah, the motherfucker. The other time, I have to stay at work an hour. An later. hour. Yeah. So... Uh, oh, that's good. They're like, no, it's cool. You get an hour of overtime. I'm like, fuck your overtime. I want to go home. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, Eight so, hours. I'm clocking out an hour early. Go <laughs> fucking see ya. And, yeah, so... How was your week, man? Uh, well... Didn't record last weekend, mm-hmm. which my fault. I'm so man. No point in doing it if we're not both up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah that that week sucked ass. I wasn't really feeling up to it. Mm-hmm. I was fucking exhausted from like fifty six hours of work. Mm-hmm. This week a little bit better. I only hit forty four. Nice. Uh. Yeah, still sucked ass. Got drunk as shit on Saturday and woke up with one of the worst hangovers. That's because you your blood flows with nothing but Mountain Dew. Pretty much. <clears throat> no, actually, it's when you my, it's sweat, more, it smells of citrus. <laughs> it's more so Dr. Pepper anymore. I yeah. just have a Mountain Dew sitting here. 
So when, <coughs> but, I, I mean, so when I open your car door, uh, a flood of red bottles are going to come out instead of green? No, no, that's not what I said. I said anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I drink Dr. Pepper at work. Ooh. But, you know, uh, I'll put that down here because that's going to vibrate. Dude, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, he kept hovering his my phone, phone off the underneath table. Underneath my ball sack. So when it vibrates, I get a woo. Well, he'd go to set it down and he'd just hover it there for a second. And then he'd go to a different spot and then hover there for a second. And then he'd I was trying to decide what to do. Chose his nut sack. No, it's on my thigh. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so just working hella hours. Every, my entire fucking kitchen wants to take fucking vacation. Well, duh, it's coming up on summertime, dude. Yeah, fuck them. I don't give a fuck. It's okay, I don't know what vacations are either. I have one day... I can't really say much. I have to hire a couple people and get them trained by June. (laughs) Because I'm going to be gone for a fucking month. Yeah. Which, don't worry, we'll record a couple episodes. Yeah. A week. Your regularly scheduled programming will resume. Yeah, it'll stay whole weekly even while i'm gone yeah so um yeah i have one day off and at the end of the month and that's to go to another reptile expo probably go buy some more snakes because yeah yeah snakey boys yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna finally send your girlfriend a friend request because it's always, she's always on my suggested friends thing. I'm going to send her a friend request, and I'm going to do nothing always, but send her snake pictures. She will fucking delete you and block you, for one. I know that for a fact. And then I get to hear about how much of a fucking asshole and a piece of shit you are. Um, but talking about the whole fucking people on your suggested yeah. list, there's so many people that I've thought about like adding like her old coach. Uh-huh has been on my suggestive friends after I've removed him from it like four fucking times. Yeah. I'm like, don't get me wrong. He's cool. When we went up to Kansas city a couple weeks ago, yeah, we went and had dinner with him and shit. Like he's a really awesome guy. Yeah. But it's kind of a matter of like, like, I don't don't know know, you. Like I know him, but But not not like that that level. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not friend request fucking (laughs) status. Eat my ass. Yeah. And, or it's always fucking people you know, and you're like, I am avoiding this. Yeah, I'm actively so avoiding hard. you. Please stop. And yeah, so you remove them, and yeah. then Facebook, like a month later, is like, oh, hey, by Just the way. Just in case you forgot. Yeah, I'm like, I have, want nothing to do with you're this. You're like, I'm trying person. to forget. Yeah. I'm trying to forget they exist. <laughs> yeah, so I'm telling you, man, if you would have That sent- was foamy. If you would have sent that picture to your girlfriend of truffles, the one I sent you, she would have been like, that's cute. I guarantee you, I guarantee, I know my girlfriend well enough to know that that is fucking a lie. She'd be like, oh my God, that's so cute. No, she'd be like, oh my God, stop sending me pictures of a fucking snake. Because truffles, okay, truffles is 13 weeks old. She's so tiny. Oh, I love it. And in her little hide, there's, you know, the, the little hole. I took a picture of it, and all you can see is her face, and she's just like, boop, boop. And no, I, I love it, but my girlfriend has the same reaction to snakes that you do to spiders. I don't, so, I don't just like, if somebody sends me a picture of a spider, I'm like, oh, fucking gross, I'll block you and kill you. 
I mean, my like, girl, my girlfriend might do that to you because she actually knows you. Yeah, but uh, like, no, I, I mean, when we went to the expo, I looked at every single table, and nine times out of ten, they had yes. a whole thing of spiders, and I looked at every single one of them, and I appreciated them for what they were, and I'm like, as long as they stay in the box, I'm fine. As long as they stay in the box and away from my house, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like Samantha. Don't bring any of these goddamn uh, th- spiders th- home. That's, a, that's and, dude. They had a Goliath bird eater like, there, yeah. and he was just like propped up, and his legs were like fucking like two and a half inches long and he's just like platform foot off the ground yeah he was just like platformed up and i'm like all right all right so most of these spiders i'm like oh you're like tiny or some of the tarantulas like the bigger ones i'm like okay you're a little big and like that's that's cool right and then i saw the bird eater and i'm like fuck you dude like <laughs> <laughs> like that's not real like uh that like fucking uh Eight-legged freak-sized fucking spiders. Yeah, dude. Like, that that dude was fucking huge. And, dude, they had a marine toad there. Dude. They had a marine toad there. And he took up almost the entire bottom of a 10-gallon aquarium tank. Like, he was, like, this fucking big. And uh, for, for, the, for those who are listening, obviously, the we size don't have of video. my dick. No. <laughs> Pretty close. Uh, it is... He's showing like it's one and a half, a foot. two foot. Yeah, yeah, like a foot and a half. It was huge. And he was almost as wide as he was long. It was the biggest uh, amphibian I have ever seen. I, I've seen uh, like big ass toads that are the size of a dinner plate. No, dude. Quite often, actually, back dude, home. This guy was skinny. Uh, like, I'm just saying. It was all frog. There was no fat. I mean, it's, <laughs> he's a toad, but like. This dude was massive. I'm like, they get that big? Okay, you know the bullfrogs we go gigging for. How the the big ones, like, they're as big as your hand, like, the stretched last, out. The last time I fucking gigged any frogs, I wasn't even making a fucking point to gig frogs. Well, I yeah. was trying to fucking catfish. Yeah, but you know what I mean? a fucking giant motherfucking bullfrog was in front okay. of me. And it was, it was probably a foot long okay. stretched okay. out. Oh, well, over a foot long stretched okay. out. When they're all squeezed up, right? Legs, oh, yeah. legs tucked. You know how they're like the size of our palm? Oh, well, yeah. Like, or bigger. Like if you just sat your palm on top, you'd hit like all edges. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. This motherfucker was like two hands outstretched. You're in you're, each pink. One pinky's touching his asshole. One's touching his lips. Oh, yeah. That dude was fucking huge. I was like. Is that real? And then he moved. And I was like, oh, my God. Dude, I th- I honestly, legit, I thought it was somebody's sculpture because it was the only thing on the table. And the only people who have, like, just one or two things on the table is, like, the artists that go there and have, like, reptile-styled art. I thought it was a sculpture of a frog. I'm not joking. <laughs> and then he went, like, I think he blinked or, like, he, like, took a deep breath or something. And I was just like... Holy shit, that thing's real. That's that, that's a huge bitch. Yeah, I was like, this is the biggest, that's the bi- the biggest toad right. I've ever seen in my life. Big old marine toad. You guys can look them up. Just look up marine toad, and they're massive. Huge. And I asked the person, I'm like, is he full size? He's like, uh, close. I'm like, oh, he gets bigger? Right. <laughs> I was like, if dude, if this thing didn't need, like, hundred percent humidity. <laughs> I just have that thing f- flopping around on my floor. I'm like, he'll eat any like if I got rats, he'll eat them. Yeah, you get t- ants, until your dog, until your dog and then, licks him and he fucking trips for 
a week and a half until I can't find my cat. Yeah, because it ate it. Yeah, that's or, how or fucking that. big it is. I would be worried that it ate my cat. <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, fair enough. But yeah, Expo is cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on to some fun shit. All right. What, Roddy? What beer do you have today? Uh, right now, or what have I had? Because I've had quite a few. Not what have you had from do the you day? See this? Yeah, it's fucking bright pink. Holy! I feel shit. like we've had this one before. No, we haven't. I. I'm just saying. Because um, if 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 this thing tastes as good as it looks, it'd be on the table. Uh, yeah, well, it's about to be. Um, no, oh, right? Oh, mamacita. Look how effervescent it is. Right now I'm drinking uh, fizzy, fizzy. some public house Irish red. It's called Flynn's. Yeah, this is a... Uh, time of the month. I mean, time of the year, you know. Yeah, St. Patty's Day. It's a, um, it's a Missouri beer. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Raytown, okay. right? Yeah, Raytown. Yeah, Raytown, Missouri? Yes. Yep. Which is basically Kansas City. No. It? Oh, no, not Raytown. St. James. The... Oh, that one's in... Yeah. That Which one's... one's Raytown? Raytown? Oh, God. Uh, I, don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to find it. Um. Anyway... The, is that the one that's like five hands or whatever brewing? Four hands? Yeah, four hands. Uh, maybe. Is I that don't the think Raytown so. one? one of them's from Raytown. Anyways, this is a St. James, Missouri beer. It's clearly a local beer. Um, we like most of the things that they put out. I love their beers. Yeah, well, we haven't tried any of their IPAs. So Except I'm not doing beer. their IPAs. I don't want to fucking ruin my life. I don't want to ruin them for me. Well, Rowdy, how's how's a uh, public house's Flynn's Irish Red Ale taste? Oh, it's, it's lovely. It's a nice Irish Red. I mean, if you like ale, if you like red ales, uh, Flynn's Irish good. Red is a five uh, percent alcohol by volume, uh, and it is. Let's see here. Do they say anything? On, no, just Irish style ale. Uh, pretty straightforward. Dude, they don't even have what they normally have. Normally, they have, like, pairings and stuff all over the cans. Uh, yeah. I, I think they might have changed. I think they just dropped all that off. Yeah, when, which they, that when sucks. they actually switched to cans, because they used to, uh... Only come be, in shorties. Uh, well, they only... They used to only do bottles, actually. That's what I'm saying. They only used to come in yeah. shorties. And... When they had the bottles, they came and all that stuff. The other one I drank today of theirs was uh, Giddy Goat, which is one of my favorite fucking uh, coffee stouts. Yeah. Except today it tasted really sweet, but that's because I had like four other beers besides that one. Surprise, surprise, though. Giddy, Ga- Giddy Goat tastes super fucking bitter when you're drinking some <laughs> fucking some, sweet tea. Some sweet tea. Yeah, Roddy's like, try this. Does this taste super sweet to you? And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, no, it's really bitter. Yeah, well, I mean. And then I made him take a swig of sweet tea and then try it. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, that's not even good. <laughs> he's like, thank you for ruining this entire beer. Uh, Pretty much. <clears throat> so, uh, do you get anything special off of the Flynn's? Any cool tasting notes or anything like that? No, it's a Irish red ale. <laughs> I mean, okay. 
they they fucking hit exactly what they were trying to do. All right. So uh, today I have public accesses. Uh, traditional nature v1 it's an imperial sour wheat ale conditioned with raspberry and passion fruit um, it comes in a pint can and the alcohol is 10 percent by volume brewed and packaged by public access liquids north haven connecticut and that's about it it's got a really cool label that's uh, about it that's on the can though We've done a few from Public House, I'm pretty sure. Public Access. Or Public Access, yeah. Yeah, we did the... We did uh, that one. Ranting. For sure. Or the Entranced is the one that Yeah, we... Entranced. I feel like we've done more than that. Maybe. I'm not going to fucking sit here and I don't see it on the, the table. table, though. But uh, it's got a very dirty pink almost grapefruit color uh yeah that is de- uh, I'm trying to or almost like a blood orange type color it's very hazy you're not gonna like this description it looks like a tomato beer kind of uh it's a little bit pinkier than it, a it's a little beer. It's, it's a little pinky um, compared to a tomato beer but it looks like a tomato beer the, it's like how uh opaque and murky it is yeah Yeah. um it's very effervescent it's not foamy like uh your standard beer it is very much a uh, sour style ale and to where all of your carbon are your carbonation bubbles uh just creep up the side like it would in a soda like a soda that's kind of starting to go flat yeah Uh, yeah let's see what it smells like uh, uh, I bet beer. Holy shit! No, smell that. Smells like nothing but fruit. Like that could be a glass of fruit juice, dude. Right? <laughs> this is a little stuffy. Nothing but fruit, right? It's very fruity, but I get I, you I know it's a sour already. Mm-hmm. But. If I didn't know what you poured, and I took a smell of that, mm-hmm. I can smell the fucking tart. Like oh it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, tart. It smells wonderful. I really hope it tastes as good as it smells. Oh yeah, it oh, smells hey, great. Do you know how much this was? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I know I spent like nineteen bucks. So we on we absolutely we absolutely love Jugs Liquor Microbrew. We go there for all of our drinks. The one thing that drives me nuts about that fucking place is half the beers do not have a price tag. Or they're fucking, like, you can tell they rotate stock quite yeah, yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. because they'll have stuff there that's labeled and then, like, they'll run out and then get it again mm-hmm. and forget where they it was originally. And they'll put it in another spot. And they'll spot. put it in another yeah. spot and put something else where it was. So, yeah, there's a price there. You just have to search all fucking like 200 some odd beers to find it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing that really sucks. Like, I think that one actually had a price on it at one point, but I do, I do know last week they got a big shipment in. Mm -hmm. So I know other, other beers by public access are like a buck 50. I can't, I, I, so this this may be about a buck fifty. It also could be like five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm I'm almost positive it was like a buck fifty for the um for the pint. So it's pretty well priced. And so um, let's go ahead and give it a taste. Oh, that's a mega fucking sour. <laughs> I saw that in your face. I made the mistake of licking my lips afterwards. It's mega sour. Um, It tastes more of like the leaves of like raspberries and so stuff. Very, very tannin. No, not not like super heavy, but you do get that. But it's really good. Roddy's got a sneeze. He's doing the goofy faces. You fucking had to say something, too. <laughs> Here, Roddy, try this. I was about to, and then I thought I had to sneeze, and now I'm scared that I'm going to take a sip of it and spit <laughs> it everywhere. Oh, God. Try it. Take a big swig. <laughs> Your lips look like a butthole right now. <laughs> oh, man. That'll make your jaws hurt. <laughs> That's a jaw locker. Yeah, dude. Oh, boy. That's a fun one, man. I got it. Hold on. It tastes really good. Um, you Before... definitely get the raspberries up front. And then I, I, I... and then it changes to like, like what you would think the leaves of the raspberries taste like. They clearly didn't decap their um, raspberries when they <clears throat> did the secondary fermentation. Oh, don't hold that in your mouth for too long. Did it hurt? No. No, but you it know, did not agree with my body. You know what I love about this? You would not guess that that was a 10%er, would you? No. It goes down fucking nice. I mean, for what it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm a not sour, crying, but... you're crying. <laughs> uh,. That cleared my fucking sinuses is fucking sour. I'm not really getting much passion fruit, but I never do. I never do really either. Raspberry though, hundred percent. Yeah, it's def. I did it. <laughs> I got Damn the rest boy. of the pint in there. It's uh, up to the rim. Raspberry for sure. I don't agree with you. However, on uh, the back end, oh. it going more. You don't really, You don't really taste no, the leaves. I I don't. I don't. I to me it is, and again, this is probably because of what all I have drank today, because mm -hmm. I've been all over the fucking board. No, it just it becomes more raspberry. Oh, okay. On the back of the palate, like more distinct raspberry mm -hmm. on the mm -hmm. back of the palate. You know what I don't get very much. How the, they say specifically, it's an imperial sour wheat ale. Oh, I, I have no wheat. I don't get very much graininess, yeastiness, anything like that. Nice. It's going to be a fun episode if that keeps happening. <laughs> uh, but I really like this. One uh, I drank this afternoon, uh, another local beer, Springfield. Um, Mother's. Uh, the Great Cobra Scare of 53, it's a Ozark-style ale. It's what they market it, uh, market it as. It's a sour wheat beer. 
is what, what it is. What the fuck is the Great Cobra Scare 53? You know, if I knew, I I would tell you. I dude, have no fucking clue. Dude, what if come to find out that that was like a an Missouri actual fucking thing, thing where people, somebody let cobras loose? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's that would explain why our reptile laws are bullshit here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if you guys like uh, uh, Sweetwater. And drink their 420 strain beers. Let us know what the fuck you think. Because me and Tucker do not like almost any of them. Holy shit. Oh, on this can of the Great Cobra Scare 53, the story of the Great Cobra Scare is on the front of the can. Oh, I can't. I, I well, and it's all broken up because you can't read. Yeah, the, because there's the, a fucking cobra. Yeah, the corner of it, but it says, "A memory of the fateful summer of '53" from local historian something took the Studebaker into Bob and Bob's breaks and more because it something like the muffler was dragged or something. The mechanic. Something hood and hollered, um, pardon the language, oh shit, so I cut the something to get out to see what the commotion was all about. And that's when it happened. A six foot long cobra leaped out from the engine and sank it something right into Bob's neck. It must have liked the warmth. Of the motor or something. I don't know. But I got straight back into the car. Threw it into reverse. And got the heck out of there. Once I got home. Something something here. The something. So my baby has been sitting in the garage since 1953. So something something gone. But I'll be damned if I ever something something. Okay. I pulled it up. Yeah. Computer went to sleep. It's okay. Uh, summer 1953, Springfield, Missouri, was not one filled uh. with usual laid back f- and s- laid back and summer fun. Instead, the atmosphere was one of fear. Known as the Springfield Cobra Scare, the city turned terrified when exotic snakes suddenly started showing up in people's backyards. Holy shit! The first cobra was found in the y- in a yard on August 15th. And was originally believed to have just been some st- sort of strange occurrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the health commissioner at the time was like, anything's possible in those arcs. Fair enough. Granted. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, a lot of people didn't realize it was a venomous species. Because nobody had seen one before. It's a fucking cobra. Well, well, and we have a lot of colubrids that look like cobras that, like, when a cobra isn't hooded up. Yeah. And so, like, they're like, oh, that's probably just a bull snake. <laughs> uh, the snake was brought to a science teacher. Mm-hmm. It was identified as a cobra. Holy shit, they have a picture of it. Uh, because no one was worried about it at first, the city had some fun with this. The local newspaper ran a small article documenting the odd site as interesting summer news. Local bars even created Cobra cocktails. However, things turned a bit more sinister 
people kept finding these snakes in their yard, which caused concerns for families. Uh, police started warning people to stay inside. Was there a fatality? That's what I'm trying. I'm starting to. Come on. <laughs> the Springfield city manager at the time, Del K would even went as far as driving around a truck or driving a truck or around blasting loud snake charming music to encourage them to come slow <laughs> out of their hiding spot. <laughs> That's not how that works. Not, right. Um, <laughs> eventually they found the guy who let him go. He just let him loose. I don't know. What the fuck? Says, this article sucks. Eventually. Well, I'm, paraphrasing eventually investigation into where the covert originated took people to rio mauer's exotic pet shop people uh, police questioned them about the snakes and were skeptical of mauer's denials especially when people reported seeing him frantically running around the area with a bag and a stick supposedly <clears throat> searching for 14 escaped reptiles damn yeah that's how oh, he Dude. was ordered to move his animals out of the city do motherfucking and eventually was ran out of town. Do motherfucking cobras running amok in the middle of fucking Midwest Missouri? That's crazy. Uh, order to oh he was eventually ran out of town, and uh, nobody in the city was killed by the cobra. Man, this motherfucking story on the fucking label is a lie then, because it said that motherfucker got bit in the neck. He'd be dead in a minute. Right. Uh oh. I I'm good. Mm. But I think uh, I think that's all we're gonna have for right now. We're gonna go straight to break, and then we're gonna jump right into this movie. Uh, yeah. And we are back. So before we get right into our film, what I would like to do? Are you okay? <laughs> I need to get off Facebook. Stop it. So. <clears throat> What I'd like to do is give a quick shout out to our friends over at Hey Ho Finito uh, Podcast. Um, if you guys would like to know more in depth about some films that we've talked about, or maybe the original story that inspired those films, check out our buddies over at Hey Ho Finito. Uh, they like to look at the myths and legends from around the world and how they've influenced the movies of today. And so what we're going to do is we're going to put their... Um, their link and you can find it right there in our description uh if you'd like to go check out our buddies over there they have a really cool thing going on and um i think that if you like this podcast you're definitely gonna like theirs because they like to tear movies apart oh for sure and really look at the the back end of the movie and and i think i think it's a really cool concept and uh just like to give them a quick shout out so with that being said the Nightmare on Elm Street. Ugh. That's the movie we watched today. 1984, not the remake. Yeah, definitely uh, the 1984. Yeah, the original. Been forever since I've seen these movies. Dude, no joke. <laughs> it was like watching it all over again for the first time. It was dope. I 100% agree. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember what happens here. Oh my God, that's what happens here. Yeah, I was... Uh, I was actually. It's uh, pretty dope. 
uh, yeah, I was I was actually excited to watch these movies for once. So um, <clears throat> so as we all know, it all starts out with a teenager having a bad dream. Yes. Don't know where we're going at it this way, but okay. Nah, that, yeah, that's basically that's, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, honestly, if you guys have stuck with us for this long. You guys know the the fucking premise behind Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> however, the intro was dope as fuck. Yeah, like old, like eight millimeter, like eight millimeter film. Mm-hmm. Fucking showing him creating his glove. Yeah, and um, I actually, that's one of my favorite parts of this oh, whole movie. Yeah, for sure. Is is him forging the gauntlet because it's like you. It's rare that you see the the, the origin of the weapons. Yeah, in horror movies. Yeah, well, you always do because the the weapons that are usually used are just the first thing that the killer picks up. Yeah, and watching Fred Krueger. Um, develop and create the gauntlet really instills the the idea of intent. And yeah, in that he was a terrible fucking human to yeah. begin with. That that even before all this went down, he was going to kill. And I and I he just, did. Yeah, and I just I really. I really like them instilling that in the very beginning of the movie. There's no intro card, nothing, just straight to that. Right. And, uh, which is awesome because our friends over at Hi Ho, Hey Ho, Finito. <laughs> yeah. Hi Ho, Hi Ho. That's off the work we go. I was uh, about to say, yeah, are, hey ho, Finito. Are, are we uh, the fucking seven doors now? I might be. Um, <laughs> grumpy. Uh, <laughs> Drunky, you mean? Both. <laughs> uh, kind of a Ed Gein taste to, like, Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. And that that's something they would cover. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. Yeah, say if, um, <coughs> if Fred Krueger was a real person. Yeah. And... Being, and you know, and it was all based off of him. That's something that they would definitely dive into. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so you do that, then title card. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, let's go ahead and let's dive straight into the kill count and we'll discuss afterwards. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the kills, though, in this movie are few and far between. There's two pretty close together, and then... Two pretty close together. But every single one of them is super tasty. Oh my god. Yas. Uh kill number one, Tina. Mm-hmm. Uh gets fucked. <laughs> falls asleep. Literally. It falls asleep. Naturally. Kruger fights with her. Uh slashes her chest. Mm-hmm. With his glove, then proceeds to like throw her and lift her around the fucking room. Yeah, as blood's 
pulling everywhere and like spins her in a circle, knocks her fucking douchebag boyfriend mm-hmm. out. Oh. The next day, next night, Rod, who had gotten handcuffed or gotten arrested mm-hmm. because they think she he, or he killed Tina, gets hanged. Yeah. And his neck snapped. Yeah, killing for him. sure. A lot of expose. Then Glenn gets pulled into his bed. And then, like, two seconds later, a fucking geyser of blood right. er- erupts, which that effect is fucking awesome, and we will talk about it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Here in a minute. And then the last kill is uh, the mother gets burnt alive because Kruger is on fire and, like... Yeah, he, like, pounces on top of her. Yeah, yeah laying in bed and then gets sucked into, like, the dream, ro- dream world. Mm-hmm. And boom. That's pretty much it. <laughs> right on. So, um, so talking about the, um, more of like the physical layout of this movie. One of the things that I love the most is there is next to no music whatsoever throughout this entire movie, unless it's in a dream sequence. And I fucking love that because, because the way they shot this, the dream sequences are almost indistinguishable from... It, it's uh, kind of how, well, Inception would have got this yeah, idea from yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but it's sure. the same kind of format where like, there's something going on that you will always know, hey, this is a dream, mm-hmm. this is not. Yeah. So, with Friday, or Friday, I'm stuck on Friday the 13th. With Nightmare, it's the music. Yeah, it's music and fog. Yes. And the fog isn't present in every scene because if they're indoors, there's no fog. So um, the biggest trigger is the music, which I think is for the time. Now, remember, we have to drag this back to 1984 and look at it from that perspective. I think think the uh, music for this... Uh, film is absolutely fantastic yeah are you okay (laughs) rowdy's having like small aneurysms throughout this whole thing he just just, like stands there and he's like looking at me and he's just like uh, it's because i'm I'm waiting for you to finish go ahead all (laughs) and like i'll start to go and say something and you're like and and i'm like Anyway, yes, the music. I love the score in it. Mm -hmm. The music is very horror movie, right? Super Um, like OG horror. Yeah, yeah, like classic horror. And the way they did it, where it's a lot. Most of the music is in the dream sequences and stuff like that. Yeah, my biggest, like, oh holy shit! They used fuck all for special effects like cgi type yeah there was effects. only like two or three clips that had yeah maybe maybe three yeah i can only think of two right barely now, any everything else though is fucking actual practical, practical effects. effects yeah when he's melting through 
the ceiling above her. Mm-hmm. That's actually Robert England doing that. Yeah. When he, uh, there's another one that's almost identical to that. Oh, in the bed. Yeah, when in he the comes bed. up through the bed. Yeah. All of those are actually Robert Robert England or an actor doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, blood. Granted, bit red. Not. And a bit bubbly. Both. Because there's a little foam. Yeah. But whatever. Um, and then. They used a lot of blood in this, though. Yes, they did. Like an asinine amount of blood in this movie. Yes, they did. And then you also have. Uh, Beautiful. A room that's flipped. Upside down, I think at first, and then rotated at the end of the scene. It's you can tell that it's been rotated because all of it fucking floods out of one side. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It looked like they started to rotate the room back around. Yeah, Um, which which would have been uh, Glenn's death when the geyser. Yeah, is because it like starts fucking filling up from the ceiling down. Yeah, and then at the end of the scene, you see it all shift to one side of the room. Yeah, and start draining. Um, fire effects. Oh yeah, those were real. Yeah, every yeah. single one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. The. When he finally disappears, finally, quote unquote. Um, I know that was clearly CGI because well, he like yeah. there's a literal like dissolve. And then the um. What was the other one that I was like, that's definitely special effects. I mean, there's a few. There's not, there's like, I'm serious. There's like only two Uh, and the rest are all practical effects. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And every single practical effect is fantastic. Um, When Freddy himself is on fire, the mask is utter shit. Uh, yeah, because it is terrible. You even see it melting. But you, I mean, there, there's a clip he's got where a, you can see the ear melting off of the mask. Yeah, but it's legit a dude on fire. So I mean, yeah, and he has to fucking run upstairs. Most, yeah, most, and then get kicked downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most stuntmen, they'll do that, but it's. 10 seconds at oh, most no. this typically this dude was on fire for almost 30 seconds straight yeah this dude had to have been cooking like holy shit bravo yeah and, and to do it multiple times because you know that wasn't shot oh one yeah for sure take. that scene was not done straight off and so you know that that dude that dude probably singed a few hairs in that fire suit uh yeah and then they've the end of the movie they follow uh footsteps from yeah. the basement all the way upstairs. And then he's but on every fire single, again. <laughs> every single footstep is on fire. Yeah. To the point, and you know it's real fire because one of the footsteps has a little fucking fire tornado coming off of it. Right. Which they don't do if it's fucking CGI. Right. And it's hard as fuck to get that anyway. So right. I want to know how the fuck they did just the one goddamn footprint like that. Probably just a breeze, man. Like, uh, that was probably totally incidental. Yeah, and then, yeah, on the bed, he's on fire. Dude, and I swear, like, 
The special effects team absolutely slayed it in this movie. Uh, I love makeup, the makeup. Fucking the, phenomenal. The the very first sleep scene where we see him like uh, during Tina's death when when <laughs> That's he fucking the extendo well, arms. No, well not fucking that, Inspector but, Gadget. But when when he knocks the crucifix off the ceiling and then starts bending and then starts stretching the ceiling to get close yeah. to her and then he backs up and then she hangs the crucifix on the ceiling and knocks on it yeah and it's solid and I'm, like, I'm like ooh ooh that was that was tasty right there that was a good shot uh i'm like look at all like the next time any of you guys watch this movie watch every single like practical effect scene and watch it with a critical eye and realize how fucking flawless they are. Uh, They're amazing. And a lot of people, and I've talked to people about this before, mm-hmm. even not remembering this exact scene. Yeah. Not, well, remembering this exact scene, not remembering what movie or whatnot it comes from. Yeah. There's been interviews where they talk about that and how they did it. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, they had like super super tight spandex mm-hmm. stretch stretched across the frame. Yeah, and all he did was push his face, like push, try his to push face through and hands yeah. against it. Yeah, and like for how good that looks, that's fucking terrifying. Especially nowadays when we're spending fucking two billion dollars on a fucking big budget movie. Well, yeah, and, and then, they have to use ninety percent fucking computers because they don't know how to make fire look real. Yeah, and then all they did was put a uh, put a piece of wood right where she was gonna knock, and so she goes to knock, and it's yeah, no it's, need for a cut. Yeah, it's just ah, oh, it's so nice. I'm like, they fucking killed this movie, dude. Uh, all the wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh. There was only one that I didn't like. The one I did not like, well, first off, I didn't like the burn on uh, uh, Nancy's arm. It's because, in the wrong spot. Well, not only is it in the wrong spot, really. Um, I work in a kitchen. I know what a fucking burn looks like, especially on something that hot. Mm-hmm. And that's not what that looks like, especially for how long she held her arm on. Right. I'm sorry, that's a third degree burn and there would be a giant fucking blister. I can get over that. At least they fucking continuity. They put yeah. it. She had the burn at the end of the movie. Yep. The one that I thought was eh, even more so was the very first kill. Tina's kill. Mm-hmm. Those claw marks, you can tell that it was rubber ripping. Yeah. Like it wasn't flesh like. Yeah, and it was Which very kinda like bumps me out because I know they could have used like pigs pig flesh. Right. And actually made Right. They could have went to the supermarket, bought some pork belly. Yeah. But it yeah, it looks like play doh and it, it looks like somebody taking uh very, very dull knives. Yeah. Well, which which they were. Well well that and in their defense well no, that one happened with the quote unquote invisible blades. And right. So they right, that, had to do stop motion on it, and so it looks a little chunky, but it was the 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 surface that they decided to do the cuts on. Yeah. It it just it didn't tore. look good. It tore. Yeah. It didn't cut. Yeah. And it's sad. 
But you see, you don't see it for very it's long. It's only a split second, so. It's a split second, then it's covered in fucking blood. Yeah. A lot of fucking blood. That blood actually look, looked real. Right. Until she got, like, stood up and then rotated around the fucking room. It didn't pour off and of then her at it all. It didn't pour off of her. Hard to do that whenever the room's flipping around you. Well, yeah, it's um, it drives me nuts, though. And, but no, there's a color change in the blood. You can tell there is a mm-hmm. cut there. Yeah. And the blood gets vibrant red. Mm-hmm. Which is not how blood looks. Right. Especially in the middle of the fucking night. Right. But, you know, that's fucking being super nit- nitpicky. Like, I, I guess I, I wouldn't have a problem with it if it was mm-hmm. like Sweeney Todd. Right. Where it's meant to be like a stage play. Yeah. But it's not. Granted, not a big budget film. Yeah. You can clearly tell that. However, for a low budget film... There's a reason this is not a B fucking rate movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Holy shit! Oh, and if you're a Johnny Depp fan, get a scene when he's fucking younger than us. Yeah, no shit. He, before all the drugs fucking altered his voice. Yeah, right. And the way he talks. Um. Well, if we're if we're talking a uh, special cast. Also, my gangster from the Insidious series, Lynn Shea, is in this yes, movie she playing is. the school teacher. I forgot she was in this movie. She popped up and I was like, holy shit, my dude. She's a pretty good looking gal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially when she was younger. She's babe. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, totally forgot she was in this movie. But yeah. Um, I did too, and it took me until you said something to for me to like, for it to click, like for for me to go through like just flashes of people I know. Right. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Johnny Depp though, depending on the angle, depending on the scene, does not look like Johnny Depp. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah, there are some clips where you're like, I had to double. It? I. I when I first was like, that's Johnny Depp. The next scene, I was like, so I typed it in real quick. I was like, <laughs> fucking IMDb. I'm like, oh, you different. Yeah, definitely Johnny. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah. Um, yeah. I, Is I that beer too sour for you? Dude, it's really fucking sour. <laughs> I've been like taking baby sips off of it. I'm fucking nursing it over there. Uh, yeah, for sure. I drank too much, too fast. Oh, I'm so sour. Anyway. So, Rowdy, on a scale of one one to four claws, um, one to ten Nightmare. Christmas striped sweaters. I want one of those sweaters. So, if you're listening to this. Pre-fucked up? No, I'll fuck it up myself. <laughs> I just want one. Really bad. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, a green, stri- green, green red, red striped, striped turtleneck. Turtleneck? I don't think it's a turtleneck. It used to be. I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. It used to be. Well, yeah, but... It, In the movie, no. But it used to be. Yeah. I honestly love this movie. I forgot how much I love this mm-hmm. movie. 
this is easily a solid eight for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are things I can nitpick out of this to be like just a bitch about. Yeah. However, just on practical effects alone, right? I can't give it lower than what I'm giving it now. Right. This movie is fucking fantastic for being 1984. We didn't get no fucking blue ass fucking strobe light lightning <laughs> from one fucking direction. Fucking Freddy has fucking Inspector Gadget arms. Right. That that automatically gives it a ten out of ten. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with an eight. I love. Um, I, I like the story. Yeah. It sucks. There's only four kills, and they are fucking few and far yeah. between. But I love it. Yeah. It's your cult horror, fucking bloody, gory. Every fucking death is gory. And over the top. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, I love I, it. I give it, I give it like a 7.5. Almost 8, but 7.5. That's and, fair. And a lot for the same reasons. The, the practical effects are outstanding. The score is awesome. Uh, there's a killer cast in this movie. Robert England. What? That dude, that dude's a horror legend now. Because of this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, this franchise, <clears throat> I should say. The you the con what? the concept itself is amazing for them to just pull out of thin air. Right. Um the the only reason it doesn't get any higher for me is because of the fact that they they backtracked on who Freddy Krueger was. That is true. Um and actually I am gonna change my da- I, I'm gonna drop mine to a seven point five. Because I actually do not care for the ending. I don't know. Uh, I do not like how it's done. And I'm not going to oh, sit shit. here and talk. I'm so sorry. And like describe how it is. If you want to know the ending, either you need to yeah, watch it. I kind of agree. But I, I don't like how it ended. Yeah. I'm so fucking sorry. Sorry. <laughs> my ADHD is kicking. Yeah. In. I can't same. sit still. Um, but I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. 7.5. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I, thinking about it. Yeah. 7.5. If the ending wasn't there, which kind of feels like it was like post pre-screen right. added, like right. a, it sounds like the, like a the true ending, almost. the true ending didn't hit it, with yeah. the test crowds. And so they went, oh, well, we, we can fix that real quick Yep. because <clears throat> I was literally about to say the same thing. I wasn't a huge fan of the ending there. I don't want, I don't want to spoil this movie was made like 20 30 years ago uh, he, 36 years ago yeah so spoiler alert i guess um when them there would have been so many other ways they could have brought freddy back and not be like oh you actually never left the dream sequence like uh, it's lazy yeah and but it was only the last five seconds of the movie so jeez these beers are making me burpy yeah same rowdy hasn't had to piss yet though which is a <laughs> fucking first it's because you pissed before we started for once I, I try to every time and it fucking never happens so 
Yeah. Phenomenal score, amazing practical effects, cool storyline. This movie is a definite a definite must watch from the Beards and Fruits cat uh cast. Yeah, we are a cast. Host and co host, that makes us a cast. Host I guess. and host, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so if you guys have any creek critiques if you have any credence, or, uh, or concerns we can give you a get you a hold with an exterminator they can take care of the cretans for you mm-hmm. um if you have any critiques or concerns or concerns especially about our mental health because yeah, apparently no that is dying. fucking failing quickly you can always hit us up on the good old-fashioned gmail which is Beers and Fears podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at Beers and Fears podcast. Make sure you scroll down just a little bit of ways. After you give us a five-star review, of course, you can join our community. Answer the two questions, get in, and join the horror nation. Always hanging out, always posting dank memes and funny horror stuff. And keeping you guys updated about the podcast. If you don't really do the Facebook thing anymore, a lot of people don't. You can always hit us up on the other socials, Twitter, Instagram, both at Beers and Fears Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what we're up to day to day. Tucker wouldn't let me post the route to his house. Yeah, Rowdy took a time lapse of me from Walmart to our house. I'm like, dude, you know, no, we can't post that. That's yeah. like direct directions for a serial killer to come find me. It would be the perfect way to go. Not really. Don't be a bitch. So, uh, uh, <laughs> if you guys... Are you okay? I'm good. If you guys want a more personalized way to get a hold of us, you can go to anchor.fm. Find our channel at Beers and Fears Podcast. And voice you, messaging. You can send us a voice message, which comes directly to us. And what's best is we can... We can directly answer with another voice message back to you. Which is really fucking fun, honestly. Or, if you want, we can even put it in the episode and answer it on the show. Yeah. I think is super cool. Um, Don't forget to go to your favorite podcatcher and rate us all five stars. Make sure you leave a review. Don't care if it's negative or positive speak your truth as long as you give us five stars we need to get higher up on the related search bar so that people find us easier we want the other little gremlins to find their home in the horror nation yeah just don't feed them after midnight please no no water (laughs) don't forget to check out our friends at (laughs) hey ho finito yeah Um, pretty awesome people yeah they're doing some really cool stuff you can find them everywhere including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor itself. Yes. So we will we will do you a huge solid and leave their link in the show notes so you can just jump right on over there and check them out. Yeah. Um, be nice. Give them a review, too. I think Rowdy just died. I, I had something to say, and it just fucked right the fuck out the door. Cool. Yeah, okay.
Yep, no, I got nothing. I guess with that being said, I've been Tucker. I've been Rowdy. And you are listening to the Peers of Fears podcast. See you next week. Thank <laughs> you.